Welcome to the Santos Says Podcast. I'm your host and your boy, Santos, proud owner of Santos Threads. Make sure you check us out at santos-threads.com, S-A-N-T-O-S-T-H-R-E-A-D-S.com for men's and women's sportswear, urban apparel, uh, the whole thing. Make sure you check us out online. Um, welcome, everybody, once more to the Santos Says Podcast, episode number 15. Uh, I missed everybody. Happy to be back. Um, took a miniature, miniature break. Just a miniature break. Um, happy to be back. Episode number 15. Uh, make sure you get in touch with me, man, on Instagram, uh, Santos Thread Shop. That's the Instagram uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you, you uh, click the like button, subscribe, comment, the whole thing. Listen, you agree with me, disagree, it doesn't matter. I just want to get the conversation going. And on this episode, episode number 15, we are going to talk about why. And I, I had alluded to this on my Instagram. Anybody who follows me on my Instagram knows that I've, I, I alluded to this. I, I posted about this, but about Kanye West. Why Kanye West? Is finished musically. I'll explain. I will give my take as to why I believe Kanye West is absolutely washed up musically. That is my opinion. And on this, I'll talk about why I think I'll talk about that. And, and with that, I'll explain why with the latest release of his album, Donda, why this is his worst album to date. So I will talk about that. Why Kanye West is finished musically, why Donda is his worst musical release to date. And I will also compare Drake versus Kanye as of right now. I'm not going to get into the whole spectrum of the career. I'll talk a little bit about it, but not much. I want to talk about right now, why Drake is so head and shoulders above Kanye West musically right now. It's not even close. I'll get into that as well. So right here on the Santos Says Podcast. So once more, um, so this, you know, as you guys know, Donda came out some time ago, some days ago, uh, last week. And so, you know, it, to much critical acclaim, to much fanfare, and, and everybody kind of talked about, well, yeah, you know, man, I can't wait for Donda. Everybody was waiting for Donda, myself included. Um, I, I've held out hope for years that Kanye West would return to musical prominence, Um Full disclosure, I was a fan of Kanye West since the beginning. So I was a fan since before college dropout. As a matter of fact, I'll paint the picture for you guys. You know, back then, that was the era of CDs. Uh, there were CDs and mixtapes. I had college dropout before it came out, and then I went and bought the actual version. So I actually had a bootleg version on CD that was like it had the rough... Um, what was it? Like the first drafts of the of the tracks. It was like the first versions of all the tracks. Um, you know, I had the get him high and all that, like the original version of those songs, original version of through the wire where you could hear like the ad libs, all that, like the weird ad, the ad libs were weird. The vocals were off. I don't, don't ask how I got that. I don't remember now, but it was a long time ago in the early two thousands. I had the college dropout on bootleg CD real talk. So that's the kind of fan I was. I was always a fan of his, um, since his early work. Big Kanye West fan. So I'm just letting you guys know, just to let you guys know that I am not a Kanye West hater. I am I am being objective. I'm being realistic. And uh, quite frankly, I'm stating my opinion based on what I have seen and what I've heard. 
uh, from his musical offerings of late. So let's get into this. Kanye West, as you guys all know, um, very controversial, very, very much a lightning rod, if you will. Um, he sparks controversy for many years. I'm not going to get into the whole politics, please. No politics, no support. This has nothing to do with politics. This has nothing to do with religion. Uh, nothing like that. Just to full disclosure. Um, this is strictly on the musical level. So what I wanted to say was that, so Donda had this critical acclaim. I mean, you're talking about people who were waiting for Donda. We're talking about Donda. Uh, as you know, Donda was, uh, the name of the album is is in tribute to his his late mother, uh, who passed away several years ago, um, in tragic uh, circumstances. I believe she had died in the operating room or or in some sort of operation, and so she passed under those circumstances. Um, obviously, it, it would go on to have a major effect on Kanye West, as as the passing as only the passing of one's mother could, right? Um, under excruciating circumstances and um, that whole thing. So that would put an effect on anyone, obviously, and, and it affected him, which I, I get that. Um, I've always made the argument that Kanye West actually hasn't, like the like the figurehead, the person, the at least the persona that he puts out publicly and that he portrays himself as. Um, I've always made the argument that uh, th that he has not been the same since the passing of his mother. And um, you can trace back the music, you can trace back some of the interviews, you can trace back um, just the demeanor, the way he acts, the way he talks, the way he uh, conducts his business, the way he you know presents himself and carries himself. You could make that argument that he has not been the same since the passing of his mother. There's been a total change. And that's fine. That happens to everybody, I think. That would happen to a lot of people. Um, um, as far as happening to everybody, as far as the the you know, evolution, people need to evolve, especially when you're in the public light, you're going to evolve. People evolve regardless. So I get that part. You're not going to always be the same exact person you were. Um, so my thing is that, so with, with all the fanfare, everybody had sales projections for Donda. And of course, Donda came out days later, the numbers were through the roof. I mean, you, you know, the, the sales, uh, they projected first week sales, almost 400,000. Uh, first week sales, uh, over a hundred and something thousand change and change in um in uh what do you call those in um in digital for someone who has been a, um who had been away for a long time, certainly no one forgot about him. Um and I think sometimes also like you know, one of my favorite cliches to use is that absence does make the heart grow fonder. So I do believe that there was um a longing for his music. I do be, believe people were waiting for this album. So that anticipation helped uh, keyed with the fact that it was his um, the first week uh, releases uh, during his first week. I think that helped. So the numbers were through the roof. So when I say Kanye West is finished musically, when I say Donda was, is and was the worst album Kanye West has released to date, I'm not, has nothing to do with the sales figures. It has nothing to do with the popularity. Quite frankly, Kanye West, the name in itself has become like a hype thing. It's all hype, right? At some point, artists live off of reputation. And so I believe that is the case in this album. Reputation. It's all about, um, there are people, you have different, you have two sets of fans of an art. Like, hear me out. When you're talking about an artist, you have two separate types of fans. You have 
the fan who is objective, the objective fan, this is the fan who, you know, loves their music, digs deep into the music and can really judge the piece of work for what it is. They can be objective. And then you have the other, the other type of fan that's the super fanatic fan that regardless of what they drop, they're going to like it. They're going to think that it's great and they, they don't have the presence of mind to be objective. I would always tell people to try to be objective. I know it's hard. Like, trust me, especially when you're a fan of somebody, um, artistically, you're a big fan of, of their work. Even when it comes to athletes, I think a lot of times, we, uh, sometimes we can be uh, blinded by our, our judgment can be kind of suspect, right? Because we like a certain artist or a certain athlete so much that we're going to like everything they make. So it's not easy to be objective. I'm not saying that it is. But you have to use your better judgment and be objective. And so that's what I try to do. I do the same thing with my favorite artists. Um, and, and so I, I try to be objective. In this instance, you know, my reaction when I heard the Donda album, um, I went through it. I, I went, I listened to it for a couple of days, um, you know, because I don't like to, you know, quite frankly, I don't like to just digest an album one time. Oh, I heard it one track each track once and that's it. No, I can't do that to be able to give it a fair assessment. In order for me to give it a fair assessment, um, I need to be able to listen to it a couple times to be able to listen to each track, digest each part of it, whether it's the production, whether it's the vocals, whether it's the lyrics, whether it's the features, whether it's uh, a skit or whatever it may be, some sort of interlude or prelude or something. I have to do that. And I have to digest the album in its entirety, and then I can make an educated uh, review as far as what I believe it, the album is, like for what it is. Um, just like I had, I had talked about King's Disease um, before. Uh, shout out to my man Warren Bray on th in that episode, episode fourteen. We talked about King's Disease, and I also made a couple um, social media posts as well, talking about King's Disease by Nas. And even Nas, you know, I Nas is like everybody who knows me knows I'm a super Nas fan. I wasn't always a fan of all of his later work. Like I love Nas, but I was super critical on a lot of his work. I think Nas's last two albums were were great, and I also think that there were a couple albums before that that were not that good. So I can be just saying, just using myself as an example, I can be objective. So I think it's good for us to be objective fans, but. Nowadays, you're seeing a ton of Kanye fans that are just popping up out of the woodwork or Kanye fans who are popping up out of the woodwork, uh, woodwork who cannot be objective. They think that they're going to these are the type of fans that you have that they're going to swallow it up. And he knows this. He's cognizant of this. Kanye knows that they're going to swallow it up regardless of, he, you know, he can get on a track and just fart or burp or whatever. And people are going to just eat it up. The streams are going to be there. The sales are going to be there. So I'm not surprised by the fact that the streaming numbers are crazy and the sales are, are through the roof. I'm not surprised. The, these are the things that a Kanye West provides. He provides shock, uh, shock value. He provides uh, ratings. He provides streams. He provides. He just he just has that it factor. It's just there's nothing you could do about that. He's gonna. It doesn't matter what he puts out. It's it's gonna be there. So. Um, Kanye West has not been the same. I make this argument. I don't care. I'll put it up against any, but anybody's opinion. And uh, guys, again, chime in. Let me know what the deal is. Let me know what you feel. If you agree or disagree, 
curious to know your takes. Kanye West has been an art, in, on an artistic decline since Watch the Throne. That's my opinion. Now, I know some people are going to say, well, what are you talking about? Well, this, this album was great. No, 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 no. Kanye West has been on an artistic decline since 2011. I could make the argument before that, but I'm being objective as a whole. Kanye West has been on an artistic decline since 2011 when he made the album with, with uh, Jay-Z, uh, Watch the Throne, which was a tremendous album. I mean, come on, tremendous album, great album, production, lyricism, um, just the structure of the album. It's got anthems, just great album, right? So he has not been the same. And as I said earlier in the in the um, on this episode, as I said earlier, I was a huge Kanye fan. Like this criticism is coming from a vantage point of a fan. Um, I I couldn't have been more disappointed in this album. I mean, I I listened to it and I was waiting for it to pick up. I was waiting for it to become a, a, a you know, to get to the point where I'm like, all right, this song is good. You know, um, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. I listened to it. You know, the vocals are all over the place. We'll start with the vocals. The vocals on this album are all over the place. I mean, what are you doing with your voice, bro? Like this guy, I understand everybody has this auto tune and this and all these different effects. I get it. Like that's part of it, right? That's part of today. You got to live with it. When it comes to this, I've I've learned to accept that everybody and their mother uses auto tune. Okay. I'm a, I would be out of my mind if I thought it was possible for anybody to make an album nowadays without auto tune. It's almost impossible. Okay. It's just the reality. Uh, otherwise, I come across as a dinosaur. I know I'm like a dinosaur, you know, in that in that regard. Oh, well, you know, back in my day, you know. Uh, back in my day, people used to actually rap and people used to spit 16 bar verses and they used to give you three verses and songs used to be three minutes and 45 seconds. And we used to have albums that were 16 to 18 tracks long. No, like we're not living in those times anymore. I get that. Like I've accepted that. Those are not my expectations anymore. My expectation from this, though, from this album. And when I heard this album, I was super disappointed. As soon as I heard it. Several times, I'm like, what on earth is this? What is this? This is hot garbage. Hot garbage. Now, I'll explain why I think it's hot garbage also. You see, the biggest problem I have with this album is it has no soul. This album has no soul. Like, Kanye West has been synonymous with soul. Like, the, the music, musically, the, 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 it's missing soul. I feel like he's he's like... And what I mean by that is the samples, the sample choices, the the instrumentation, like it's missing so much soul. And Kanye West was synonymous with soul. Everything he did always had a lot of soul in it, a lot of feeling. You can't tell me that this album has soul with those little weak choruses that he has on these joints. Like some of these songs, he has these weak little choruses and it's like, oh, well, um, they're, they're no, he, you know, I and I know, look, 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 and I don't want to get into a crazy debate about, well, he's singing gospel. He has gospel influences. I've heard wonderful gospel music that is outstanding. Gospel music is soulful. This is the least soulful gospel. If you want to say it's gospel music, this gospel music has got no soul, guys. This is soulless gospel music, which is 
a total contradiction of what gospel music is. He sounded like he made this album while he was submerged in water. The guy's vocals also are all over. I mean, the guy's vocals, you can't even tell it's him. It, it's actually sad. I, I got to admit, like, I, I heard the album, especially after the first time, and the first emotion I had was sadness. I swear to you. I swear to each and every one of you. I, the first emotion I was overcome with was sadness. I had deep sadness when I heard this album. This album made me sad. Because it made me think, wow, like this is like Kanye West is a shell of his former self. He's a shell, bro. He is a shell. He is holding on to his with his name. He's holding on with his likeness. He's holding on because he's got sneakers that are hyped to the moon and he's got, you know, apparel coming out and the whole thing. You know, he's a brand. He's holding on to that because of the brand. But musically, Kanye West is gone. He's not coming back. Kanye West is finished musically. He's washed, washed up. It could be for a multitude of reasons. It could be because he's going through um, different issues, um, whether it's personal issues, mental issues, substance abuse, which you can't tell me that he wasn't dealing with substance abuse. He was. All you had to do was look at him. The guy was swole, swole. Let me say it in English. He was swollen. The guy was swollen. He had the look of somebody that was on pills. I could tell you what somebody like that looks like. I've seen him. The guy looked like he was on substances. So he had his issues, which I get. People who are th that level, who are famous on that level, they deal with a whole different set of circumstances, different type of pressures, different type of issues that we can't even begin to fathom. That's a whole different level of pressure. But when you choose that life, that comes with it. Part of the, the part of the success, part of the the part of having that success and, and obtaining and earning those accolades is being able to produce greatness and being able to stand tall through all that the adversity and being able to overcome all the extracurricular stuff. That's part of it. That's a big part of this whole thing. And so from what I've seen, you know, when I see him, I see a guy who doesn't want, who, who's running, you know, hiding. I see a guy who doesn't want to be famous. I see, I'm talking about on a personal level now. I don't know him. This is just the, the, these are just the vibes I get. I see a person who looks sad, like they're crying for help. I see someone who's, who's not happy with himself. I see someone who has no direction of, uh, as far as where he is. That is despite all the success, because remember, it, it doesn't matter. This is the thing we, we have to understand. It doesn't matter all the money, all the streams, all the success, if the person is not happy. And so I'm just, again, I could be overthinking it. I could be overanalyzing it. I could be totally wrong. Just reading him from body language and hearing the music, it sounds to me like a tortured soul, like it's somebody who's not happy, someone who's just not in his musical prime anymore. Someone who's just not there for a myriad of reasons. And so when I heard this album, um, there was that sadness to it. I had that sadness, especially as someone who grew up, um, you know, in high school. I remember I was playing all his music in high school and, and, and you know, I, I loved his music. I was, I was somebody who, um, 
loved all his music. I, I thought he was so refreshing, a breath of fresh air. And just like that turn from when he first came to now. So you see, I'm looking through, I, I looked at my phone, I'm seeing here, look at that, all the top joints right now, all the top songs that are streaming are Hurricane, Jail, Off the Grid, Praise God, and Moon. All those songs, look, and I'm seeing this because I, I, I want to make my point. Those are the top streaming songs right now from Kanye West, according to Spotify. Hurricane, Jail, Off the Grid, Praise God, and Moon. Those songs, those are all the worst songs in the whole album. I can't stand those songs. Those songs are garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know people are not going to like it. I know. I get it. And the problem I have is, again, I have no problem with him incorporating gospel and, and touching topics about God. That's not a problem to me. I can listen to something like that if I like it. The problem is that I just, there's no soul. There's nothing there. There's just nothing there. Like the album is, is like I said, I think it's his worst album to date. And it's sad because it, he's a show of what he was. And people who see the numbers and see the streams and see the sales are going to assume the opposite. They're going to think that he's in his musical peak. But fans who know, know. You know, if you're a fan and, and you know, you know when an artist is not right. You know when the artist is just not, something is off, when something is, is um, you know, it, it, it's just, it's sad. There's, I'm not going to say that there aren't any good songs on the album. You know, you might be able to play a couple songs on here. Uh, 24 is okay. Uh, Hurricane is okay, but I don't, I don't think it's a great song. Don the Chant, I think that's just a wait. Like, why you even put that there? That just sounds scary to me. Sounds like <laughs> repetitive uh, hypnotism or something. Um, Pure Souls, eh. Okay, what's the joint with Jay Z? He's got one of those joints there with Jay Z. That one is okay, decent feature. Um, just these other joints are just not. It, it just doesn't do off the grid. Eh, no. I think actually Hurricane is okay. Uh, now that I think about it, because I, I had confused it in my mind with another song. Hurricane is probably the one song I was like, all right, it's not bad. Hurricane is not bad. It's got a good beat too. But that's the only one. It's like, <laughs> there's like maybe two songs you could play on that record, that whole thing. Honestly, two songs. And, and so it's just sad to see the, the precipitous fall. Just, just that fall artistically. Again, artistically. I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about streams. I'm not talking about popularity. I'm talking about artistically that humongous fall. It's just, it's so sad to see. And, and I wish him all the best. I hope that he finds peace and that he's able to make good music again because this isn't it. It's just not it. So the vocals all over the place. I don't like the vocals. Um, I would, you know, and, and he barely raps on the album, which I get, you know, there's a lot of MCs who, MC or artists who are in hip hop who kind of harmonize who don't rap, but Kanye used to rap. Um, Mostly, and he would do some harmonizing in between some soulful stuff, but um, no quotables. There's no quotables. There's no uh, bars, nothing like that. That'll make you say, wow, I got to hear this song. Like nothing like the bars are trash. Like there's no lyricism. And then the vocals, the way he manipulates his vocals, um, his his kind of um, cadence with the song. It's just it's unlistenable. 350,000 first week. 
were the estimated projections. So, yeah, he's going to think that everything is great. He's never going to make the assumption that, um, according to him, he's not, you know, everything's fine. He's in his musical peak. Well, no, you're not. Music is not great. So um, let's talk about this real quick. So Drake. Drake dropped his album, which I knew I had to listen to it. The Drake album. Um, the, um, you call that Certified Lover Boy. Dropped Certified Lover Boy. Now, I, I didn't care for the cover. I thought the cover was kind of stupid, but whatever. The cover's dumb. It's got a bunch of like pregnant ladies, like emoji looking things, and it's just it's a stupid cover. I thought it was actually a joke when I saw that that was going to be the cover. Um, I really did. I did not think it was going to be the real uh, actual cover. Well, turns out it was the cover. So aside from the cover, the album was tremendous. I mean, I got to admit, now look, I'm not the super Drake fan. I'm not. Um, you know, I always thought that musically Kanye was more talented than Drake. But Drake, the, here's the difference. Drake gets it. Drake understands today. Drake understands his lane, he knows who he is. He doesn't try to outthink himself. He sticks to what works. He knows his own style, but he maneuvers it and, and alters it in a way that it's it's refreshing. And he's got a formula down. And so Drake has that formula, but he pushes the envelope just a little bit so that it's new. And so Drake has done that. He's in he right now. He's at his musical apex. Um, and unlike Kanye West, right now Drake is winning. When it comes to music, I'm talking about strictly music. I'm not talking about outside of the studio. I'm not talking about uh, cultural icon. I'm not talking about um, selling shoes. No, I'm talking about strictly from a musical, creating music, uh, good music vantage point. And right now, Drake is so far... That album, there's not one song that's not good on that album. Certified Lover Boy is... Right now, on the commercial level, one of the better albums of the year, um, hands down. Certified Lover Boy is a great album, and um, in comparison, especially to Donda, um, I think. Now, again, I'm not the big. I like certain albums by Drake. Um, Drake is a little, so I'm just comparing the two right now. Um, Drake is a little too, you know. Drake is great. But Drake, for my personal taste, he's a little too sing-songy or a little too, I guess, like a little too commercialized or pop for my liking. But I respect that he made good music. I have to acknowledge that he made a good album. Like, this is what he does. He made good albums. He makes good albums. He makes hits. This is what he does. Um, I'm not saying that I'm going to play that in rotation the whole, you know, for, for weeks on end. I'm not. You know, I like a couple of the songs. But overall, I think it's a better body of work than Donda. I think it's a better album. It's got way more playable records. Um, there's not one whack song on the whole album. Um, Certified Lover Boy is a great, great album. Um, I like the feature he had with Hove on there. I think that song is dope. Um, that song that he got with Hove. Um, it's a good song. And and he's got a couple other you know, there's other really good ones as well. I think he started it off good too. Like the album, he started it with, he was rapping, which I liked. I liked that he was actually spitting bars in the beginning of that album. He set the tone really nice with a nice uh, aggression 
on the album a little bit. Um, I thought that was really refreshing. I thought the production was really good. Um, just just a, a better album, just a superior album. Now, we'll find out what the projections are. I think they're expecting the album to do about the same, really, about 300, 350,000 plus. Um, those are the projections early on, but again, the album just came out. So um, we'll see what those projections, where those projections go, uh, where those things are. But right now, it's just, right now with Kanye versus Drake, um, Drake is on another level right now. You know, that that's the thing. Kanye West is out of touch musically. Um, and again, but here, here's the thing. He's going to always have fans because he has a loyal fan base. Um, he's going to have that blind fan. That bl I don't mean blind. That fan that's, that's blinded by their loyalty to him. So he's always got that person in his pocket. It's always going to be there. But I think if we look at it objectively, this album... Certified Lover Boy is superior to Donda um, in every way. Uh, I I think you know. So so as you hear all the now we'll we'll talk about this though. I will say this. Um, it's almost like comparing apples to oranges. Um, the only reason I'm making this comparison is because a lot of people have been comparing the two of late. Um, obviously, both of them started in different points of their careers. Um, you know, when Kanye was really doing his thing, uh, Drake was on the grassy in the wheelchair. Like, you know, Drake, <laughs> Drake wasn't putting out those records yet. So, but it's interesting to see where they are because I feel like right now, Drake as an artistic, um, from an artistic vantage, uh, vantage point has surpassed Kanye. And I never would have thought that would have been possible. Um, you know, again, look. Drake, Drake is not without his warts. Like I've said, like Drake is a guy who he never really brought that soul. He, he, he didn't have that soul aspect on his tracks because remember he didn't produce. Drake is not a producer. Kanye had that advantage musically because he was a producer. So he brought a different vision to the music. I think he has such a great knowledge of, of, uh, of making beats production and, uh, and such a student of the game especially early on Kanye West, whereas Drake was a little different. Drake had a commercial appeal. He could sing. He has a better singing voice, so he could sing. And he had that formula to make that pop friendly hit. It was a more of a radio friendly, easy listen. Uh, Drake, Drake is an easier listen than uh, Kanye um, even before, but even more so now, forget it. Like Drake is just so much more enjoyable to listen to right now and more uh, listenable, you know, it's just what it is. It's the reality. Like, I can't dispute that. Even me, that I used to be a, a crazy Kanye West fan. But again, I'm not, my judgment is not clouded. I, I am a, an objective fan. So, you know, it bothers me that Kanye West has turned into such hot garbage musically. It bothers me. Like, I, I can't dispute that. I don't care what numbers you give me. I don't care what numbers you give me for Donda. This number, this album's trash. He's fallen so far from where he used to be. It's sad. And um, my only hope is that he can eventually find his way again. Um, that's my hope. And I don't know, to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not optimistic that he can. So we'll see where, where Drake's album numbers are. But again, I don't care what the numbers are. Even if he sells less numbers than Kanye did for his first week, I can care less. I know what my ears are listening to. I'm talking about from a musical standpoint, Drake has got it. Head and shoulders above Ye. Now, one of the things that Ye, you know, that could be hurting 
Kanye is again, as I talked about before, I think he's probably dealing with personal issues. Like I, I just think he's not hungry musically anymore. I don't think, you know, I think he understands that, Hey, I don't have to try this hard at creating music because people are going to buy it anyway. And I think there is some of that too, where a lot of artists do that. Um, unfortunately, they know that people are going to listen to their music if they, you know, if they fart on a track, they're going to still sell and do numbers. But kudos to Drake for still having been around for years and still putting in effort to making good music. Um, there's something to be said for that. So, again, we're not talking about culturally. We're not talking about, you know, the Yeezy brand versus Nike. Like, that's a landslide. Yeezy got that. That's not it's not what I'm talking about. Um, but again, just, the, just from the pure music standpoint, I think right now, um, Drake is so far ahead. It's not even funny. So, um, that's why I'm at. That's why I think, man, I don't know. That's just my opinion on that guys. Let me know what you think about that. Am I off base? Am I crazy for saying that? Am I, I don't know. You think uh, Santos needs his head examined when it comes to that? Let me know. Do you love Donda? Did you? Didn't like, did you not like Donda? Uh, somewhere in between. Uh, is Certified Lover Boy better than Donda? Or is Donda, do you think Donda's a better album than Certified Lover Boy? Definitely check in, man. But um, that's where we are. Again, make sure you check out the shop. We're coming out. Look, Fall Collection is coming out September 15th. Fall, select, uh, fall Collection is coming out. Uh, new hats, tees, hoodies, sweatshirts. Santos Threads brand, we coming. So uh, definitely check us out, santos-threads.com. Uh, make sure you chime in on Instagram, uh, Santos Thread Shop. Also, uh, make sure you check out the YouTube, man. I know whoever's listening here, check out the Santos uh, Says podcast on YouTube. If you're listening and if you're watching on YouTube, comment below. All right. Um, thank you once again for listening. That was episode 15 short and sweet and again don't just say what you mean or mean what you say say it with your chest peace all right, all right.